It's the 29th of August, two days before month end, and then quite literally we are in the final third of the year and how it has flown. Just after 11, what, 11 minutes after 8 this evening, my guest is a young man, founder and CEO, if insurance intermediary, Mr. Yanga Duma. You all know what happened last week in the insurance business. I don't know if he has any views to share on that. Perhaps he might, perhaps he doesn't. But let's have a conversation with a young man, a young man from Mdanzane who left the Eastern Cape, went to the Western Cape, CPUT. He studied, got himself a qualification in internal auditing and a postgraduate in financial planning at the University of the Free State. Got himself a graduate position at one of the top banks, the Blue Bank. Things looked good living mm. the high life. I remember him driving a proper GTI, a white one. <laughs> and then things went belly up. And that's where the real beauty of the story really does start. And I'm not going to take the shine away from his story, which he knows because he has walked the journey and the valuable life lessons along the way that he has picked up. He's more than happy to share with us. So a warm welcome to a good friend, Yanga Duma. Good evening, Plegas. Good evening, Songs. Thanks for being for inviting me. Okay, well, 10 years on, you're still standing. You've got a couple of inches around you. Life is good. Mm. The family is expanded. Yeah. You're based in Joburg, and that's always a good sign for somebody who's based in Cape Town and starts a business. It means now your clientele base is increasing. Just where are we at now in terms of if 10 years on? We're going to go back to where it starts. Wow, it's a positive trajectory. Not what I would have thought. Uh, it's a good journey. It's been a good 10 years from what you know uh, in Cape Town and now coming to Johannesburg. Uh, it's been, uh, um, I think I, I'm able to count a number of milestones, a lot of growth, and and that's why we are in Johannesburg. We are going to grow. Your officers, did you get uninvited guests last week? <laughs> you really want us to start yes the no? conversation. You there. did or you didn't? No, I didn't. I'm an intermediary. Uh, but I fully support the the seemingly that all the eight insurers are cooperating with the competition uh, commission, and we all wait for for the results and the outcome of of what is said to be. No, sure, the we're issue. not going to go too deeply there. I mean, there are inherent conflicts between ourselves. I'm employed at the competition commission. Yeah. You are in the industry, and these are your colleagues, and you don't know what's going to be unearthed in that. Um, investigation or whatever it's called at the stage. So we'll leave it there. Yes. Just wanted to make sure that our listeners know that this young man is not part of the cabal. I would even say just yet, because what happens when you get big, eh? Who knows what happens and how big players work? Look, I'm teasing you. Younger, you got your qualifications at CPUT. You got an internship or graduate placement at Standard Bank. Yes. Tell us from that journey. I think I was fortunate, Songezo from the day where I finished writing my last exam, Standard Bank was waiting for me to start. And and immediately I joined uh, Standard Bank under business banking then. This was now in 2010. And, and the journey grew from there, from a graduate student learning the ropes of banking and really adding my own mark to it to say that we are here to contribute, and we did our part. Mm -hmm. uh, we we were called in, and I believe we represented what black talent represents there. Uh, I spent four years at Standard Bank, 
And in that four years, uh, I believe I've left a mark uh, that we can always go back to. You left because? You, you're very quick to, to, to go to the points. Look, I must say the journey was good. Uh, I've, I've learned a lot over a short space of time. Uh, you would remember that in when I celebrated my 25th birthday then, and I was all, already operating as one of the youngest managers there. And during that time, I did feel that I, I could do better. I could establish something that I would say is a legacy that mm. other people can identify with. Uh, as much as growth was, was speedily, but I did feel that there's a gap in the market that bigger corporates are not talking to the need that is out there. So I felt, why not? Let me go start. Start what? Start a business mm -hmm. uh, that, will, that will grow to be one of uh, the major players within the financial services space. And, and that's been the journey. Look, you don't want me to ask questions. Tell the story. <laughs> the thing is, you know the answers. Which one do you want me the, to the, tell? The listeners don't know the story. And I think you should be telling your story more. Mm. It's a typical story of what many entrepreneurs would certainly identify with. Yeah. And it's, in my view, the very reason why many who, when you were 25, felt that you could do more, wanted to do more, felt that you were not optimally useful in relation to what you know and the skills that you had garnered in corporate in that regard and what you felt South Africa could still yet benefit from you or the citizens at large. But there are many South Africans, I could even be one of those persons, who is just too chicken mm. to take the leap of faith and start an entrepreneurial journey. You did. Yeah. Of course, there was a time where you regretted probably every bit of it given that experience. Yeah. But, well, you're still there one, two, ten years on, you're there three as you said, you have done something which you never thought you would have done. But it needed to get there because you needed to walk over certain coals. So let's have a conversation about those coals over which you walk. Now look, uh, corporate is not always friendly. Uh, you reach a ceiling and you you do get to a point where you can't implement certain things. Uh, tends to be rigid, <laughs> for a lack of a better word. But really, uh, some big ships that they, they, they tend to be too big to, to turn around and, and implement new ideas. So the space to contribute into something positive, particularly in the Western Cape. Mm -hmm. So you left Standard Bank? I left Standard Bank. And you started? I, I did a stint uh, at one of the insurers, Liberty, which is a sister company to, to Standard Bank. Uh, immediately there, I then established my own business. But of key importance, I registered my business while I was still in the bank because mm -hmm. uh, I already knew the course I will be going. Uh, my time was really not going to be long in corporate. Uh, established my business then. And in 2015, whilst I was in at Liberty Life, that is when it hit me to say, I'm not called to be an entrepreneur. I'm called to be an, an entrepreneur outside where you really start something from nothing. Uh, you would remember uh, 2015 of September. Uh, that's when I lost my, my sister in, in, in August. And the following month, my father also passed away. 
And at this time, I'm operating in one of the big insurance companies. And at that time, as a black professional who was already operating within corporate, there was something missing in the market that you couldn't insure your whole family. In the insurance space, family is described differently to what family is to us as African people. So that gap I saw, and when it hit me the most, I said, I need to go out and find the solution to the problem. As much as we know our people, uh, there's, there's a lack of financial education. I took it to myself to say, I'll establish a company that will talk to the needs of our people. They say necessity is the mother of all inventions, lost his sister. A month later, lost his father. He had been frustrated by being employed. He wanted to one day be an employer. He needed to find a solution to all of that. Well, as he was dilly-dallying on the question, the solution was forced upon him to serious, seismic, if you will, events in his life, yeah. losing a sibling, losing a parent, forced younger Duma to indeed go out alone at sea, if you will even, to work on his now insurance company, if. After the break, a conversation about if the insurance industry at large and the opportunities that he was able to delve into and tap into in a particularly, well, constrained market or underdeveloped market, that is, the insurance vis-a-vis -vis Africans and what established insurance companies had until he came on board, perhaps missed the trick. The time is 20 past 20. After the break, we continue with Mr. Yanga Duma founder and CEO of Inch Ins If Insurance Intermediary. To participate in the conversation, please dial us 86 2023 I repeat, 86 2023 We continue after the break. SAFM, leading the conversation. The Viewpoint, 8 to 10 p.m. Flipping conventional wisdom on its head. On SAFM. Certainly, indeed, we are live. SAFM, 23 minutes past 20. Please call us on 086-000-2032 if you wish to participate in this conversation. How a young man turned adversity into opportunity. That adversity went far deeper than perhaps what we might have touched on before the ad break. And I now invite Younger to carry on. You've lost your sister in August 2015. The following month, September 2015, you lose your father. This is now seven-year anniversary, frankly, almost to the days. Yeah. And then more is to come. You would think that was it. You would think from there you'll just go up. But during that whole time, and mm. I think my, my journey is, is, is testament to anyone else who's built a business. It's, it hasn't been a smooth ride. Mm. People will, will now look at us and think, ah, moved from Cape Town to Johannesburg, a bigger stage. He's doing well. But there's been a lot of loss. You mentioned earlier that when we were in corporate, we were driving the latest cars. I, I had to, you know, there's a big white man that came to my house, you know, my son. And he asked, Tata, where's the car going? And we were clearing things out of the, the car. The big white man, of course, his other name is the sheriff. Yeah, that's the man. That's the man uh, representing the law, you know. So as you are building, you are building from literally nothing. You, you're not building from a base where you will say you have a, a runway that will keep you uh, to, to sustain all your, all, your, all, your, 
obligations for three months, for 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 three years, for five mm. years. No, mm. you you are literally whatever you have, you are putting back into your business, and you are losing all that you've gained. Other than the people that have been lost, uh, the associations that have been lost, assets that you have already uh, gotten at the time. All those were lost. And you quickly discover friends were actually no more than acquaintances. <laughs> I still have you. <laughs> I still have you, but uh, uh, I still have, I, I think I've, I've kept a good quality of friendships uh, that have that have really been there in the journey because uh, I'm, I'm, I've always been a, a person of, of smaller friendships. Uh, I don't believe in quality, but quantity of them. The other way, quality, quality over yeah. quantity. Mm -hmm. But but really, more than anything else, Songezo, uh, there comes a time where you you regain all that you have lost in the fire. Mm. You, you. But in all that, there was one constant. Uh, you would know uh, my wife. Uh, my wife has been a constant uh, pillar throughout the journey. At the time, she was she was she was only my girlfriend. And we went through all these storms, yet she was by my side right through. And today, she's still there as my wife. I remember reading a post that you had posted that she was on a similar graduate program, but only a couple of years behind you in the race, in the corporate rat race, I suppose. Yes. And she was at the Green Company yes. um, in Pinelands. And she was, if your post is anything to go by she was on two and a half or four and a half grand or four something. and a half four and a half grand and from that it was your transport her transport startup capital the equivalent of you had to somehow live out of that through rent and food we took trains from that income as as. Mm. A, a monthly ticket for a, a train from wherever to cape town cbd where we were operating in cape town that saw us through we're losing a bit of time now. When did things even out and then you'd be like, okay, we're on the right track. We've we've now kept afloat enough and now we can start swimming or we can get out of the water as it were. But there would have been that moment which would be the equivalent for many to say, aha, here we go. Look, it has all been worth it. It's now making sense. Look, I think it, it, it made sense that we, we survived the two years of covid we showed resilience of what we've been able to build over these past few years. Mm -hmm. I think for me, coming out of COVID as a business that's still intact, not in business rescue or insolvent, but instead we are still showing positive growth even after this turbulent time. So for to, to really say things even out, I, I don't have a time frame of that point, mm -hmm. but I can safely say it's better than yesterday you mentioned something earlier on about your business model focusing on a particular understanding of the african context that perhaps your traditional insurance companies do not tell us more about that because this lies at the heart of your product offering absolutely i think insurance as we know it it's always been about mom dad and the kids which is the immediate but in the african context uh the aunt, the cousin, the the uncle, and all the other uh, people within the family, whether you've got the same clan name, and, and, and the other one, it's 
family to us is more about the unity and relations that we've built over years. Mm. So, so the neighbors, the that the that aunt, son, and the generations after that, the one you cannot really say within this family tree, mm. those become family. So, for us as black people, when we lose someone, we all gather together and we contribute towards the dignity of that funeral and all the costs. You'll be called Kupandoni, is it a cow? Is it grocery? Is it the tombstone? Whichever mm. one. All of us contribute towards that. So so the product offering really is to say, we're doing away with what we've always known where you only cover four people and you pay for each person individually. But we're saying a family can be 14 people. It can be 21. Yet all these people are people that I have uh, a contribution towards. So the essence of what you are saying, just for the ease of understanding for those who might have missed the devil, that is the detail of what Younger has just said. You have a product offering that says cover anybody yeah. up to, what, 13 you, or 14 you just mentioned. You yes. mentioned 21. You can cover 21 people, Absolutely. whoever those 21 people are, because if understands that these 21 people are important to you however they got to be important in your life it could be a best friend it could be the neighbors it could be the helper's son who from generations that helper's family has now since been absorbed as family and as such it would be frowned upon if the children got involved in sort of um relationship simply by virtue of the connection it is your aunt it is your aunt's grandmother it is anybody who in the african context would walk into this home and have a home. Yes. So why not in that context have, have the security, the have the insurance of the dignity of a send-off as and when it may be required? Because frankly, if that person would pass away... The call is coming. The call is going to come. What are you going to do? Have you heard? Yes. How has that been received by industry? It, it, it's, it's been positively received because uh, basically you would know we've just done better what our society has always been doing without the principles of insurance really without underwriting and and all those other things uh my colleagues at work they they call us they say we we are the 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 one that went to curo the the burial the masingobane that went to curo because mm. we've just professionalized what african societies have, have always been doing uh but throughout covid Mm. People have come to appreciate the fact that now an insurer is able to offer a product that is similar to what the society has been offering. During COVID, uh, burial societies ran out of money to pay valid claims. We didn't. Say it again. Burial societies and communities ran out of money to pay claims of community. Valid claims. Valid claims of community members, but we didn't. So we've, we've just introduced the, the insurance underwriting to what our people have always known. Fantastic stuff. 2032, fast running out of time. We have a voice note. As we do a message that I am going to read out, I might squeeze in one phone call if it should come. 086-000-2032, a conversation. Founder and CEO, If Insurance, Mr. Yanga Duma, the insurance business hopes to dominate the market by providing affordable insurance, particularly in the African context around the keyword family, lucky in Pretoria. Because an intermediary... Because as an intermediary, you don't underwrite your products. 
How does Duma manage to create his own products where there is no insurable interest with the life assured being members of the extended family? I hope you get that question. Cool. I have no idea what it means. Cool. And I want to play the voice note now. Yeah, mine too, just coming back again. It's BB Daniel. Um, if we as black people apply uh, the notion or the tactics of working together instead of isolating ourselves, I think the Milky Way is the limit. Not the sky, but the Milky Way. So, Anything and everything is possible if you just seek your mind under it. I am very inspired and I hope that one day uh, I could be like him or even more. Because I believe we all we are all blessed in different ways. We just have to look within ourselves and find that answer. Thank you so much and cheers. 2034, we have time for one call younger. So far, do you want to respond to the question posed by Lucky in Pretoria East and comment perhaps on the voice note that remains inspired by your work? Lucky in Pretoria, basically, underwriters are waiting. They are waiting for people who know what uh, the market wants. So any underwriter is waiting for you to say, this is the niche I've found, this is the solution, let's cost it. What is the premium? That's it. And you go, you go sell it. And you found yours. I've found, I've found mine. That's how you do it. Because, you know, you know, the thinking is always, we, we're not going to be told what our, our clientele wants mm. or what they should con consume. Mm, mm. We are the ones who know what we, how we do things and w what we should have. Mm. We, should, we should be the people in the forefront creating insurance products for our own consumption because we know it younger i'm going to ask you something in not related to insurance at all i mean yeah. these are just things that you can probably relate with as much as i might possibly you even more because you are an entrepreneur african communities have sheer numbers yeah and in those sheer numbers it might not necessarily be high value purchases or expenditure but purely the numbers that generate the volumes. There's a way to formalize our communities. Yes. I mean, a taxi rank looks the same now as it has for 30 years. Yes. No development, no change. You could take a picture now, bar the number plates and the fact that it's a quantum, you would know it's more recent than, say, the high ACE days and the E20 yes. days. Mm. Why can't, for instance, that business model change? Why can't we have the card system being implemented in the taxi setup? It's secure. It's adoption of um, technology, which makes it that much more efficient. Why can't we have apps that direct when a taxi is moving in a particular direction? It means this. Why can't we color code the taxis or use stamps to identify for somebody who comes to Johannesburg for the first time that this color code means it's going to your route? These signs that you must point up or point down. Why is that information? I'm just using the taxi industry as an example. Not easily and readily entertained. I mean, readily engaged so that it can not only be monetized, but just make more efficient 
the system of taxes. I mean, I'm just making an example out of taxes. We could talk about the church and the money that it generates and the lack of development around churches, for instance, yeah. in African communities. We see that they have this thing called Duhona, generates tens of millions for the church. You never see any difference in the lives of its community members. Yeah. Let's talk about the fact that the social grant, there are 18 million people on social grants in this country, 18 million times 12. It generates close to 200 billion for this country. One doesn't see that 200 billion translating into a tangible asset yeah. from which the government can then in time be able to draw a tax revenue from. Yeah. Do these things not worry entrepreneurs? You, you see, Songhezo, what you mentioned, you, you even make an example about the industry that is the first to operate in a day. The taxi industry. And the last to operate in a and day. And the last in the evening. But one thing we don't want to do, we, we, we want nothing to do with compliance. We want nothing to do with corporatizing what we do. It's here today, immediately when Yanga is no longer there. It's gone. It's here today, December, it's gone. I'm, I'm now coming coming closer mm -hmm. we save the whole year december it's gone that's why we will never be able to really reap the benefit and say this is what we've scaled our the work of our own efforts for we live for short term icon man. icon 2038 one quick call louise in port elizabeth louise good evening welcome to safm you don't have too much time hello 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 louise Yes. You're on SAFM. You called us. So welcome. Yes. I called in connection with insurance. Indeed. Go for it. I just don't know how to talk. Get your ID. Sorry, could you start again, please, you... Louise? Sorry, Louise, could you please start again? No, we didn't hear that. The line was breaking. Is that? Can you hear me now? Touch and go, but let's try it. Um, I say, I just want to know how do you go about this. There's a practice. And people insure you. Some of uh -uh. I'm going to move on, Lesejo, please. Person sorry, sorry, Lesejo. Um, I'm going to move on, Louise. We cannot hear you. We are running out of time. I can't, unfortunately, keep saying pardon. But younger, specifically, the question is, how does one get to be your client? What are the documents you require so as to have Songhezo ensure these 13 people who are very important in his yes. life, which if they were to pass away today at some point or the other in the week leading up to that person's funeral, Songhezo would field a call. I haven't necessarily planned for that. I'm in Johannesburg. I've got to take leave. I don't have time because I've got to be on radio in the evenings. It's going to be too much of a mess. You create a buffer for all of this. How does one access your product? Simply, you can... What is required, especially? You can reach out to us uh, via our website or our office. Uh, all we need are the names and the date of birth of the people that you would like to insure. We'll do the, 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 the necessary. You never have to come in uh, even to do your claim. We do everything online. Uh, if you do have a need to, 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 to really come in, we'll assist at claim stage. Nationwide uh, service? Nationwide service. We've got a referral app called If Insurance. Uh, you can get it on Google Play and iOS, those who are on Apple. You can just put the details there. It comes straight to our offices and we'll be in touch. And one thing, you get paid when you use the referral app. 
Very well, ladies and gentlemen, here's hoping that there was something in it for all of you, particularly in these strained economic times where, to be fair, the question of loss of life is something we readily accept to be more true now than perhaps in previous times. And then, yeah, just make the call out there, engage the question from Mr. Duma. I understand that Louise is back on the line because our next guest is still to be on the line. So, Louise, let's try again one more time, please. Uh, I I just like to know: Is it legal for someone to take your identity card and just open an, a, a claim for your insurance without your permission? And then, when the person passes away, the money is collected. It is not paid into any uh, expenses. It's just for their own enrichment. Hmm. I'm sure you've heard of that before, Yanga. Thank you so much for your question, there, Louise. It happens so much. It happens, and the hotspots. Uh, it's interesting that she's calling from PE, closer to one of the hotspots <laughs> <laughs> that, that have this practice. Really, there are reports that really have cities that we know that this this issue is is, is really dominant in. What it, are the legalese around that? It's not it's not uh, it's not legal. Uh, it's not legal. It really it should talk to everyone's humanity to say death time of death is not time for us to profit. Mm-hmm. It's 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 against everything. That's an interesting point. Humanity, yeah, fine, I accept, but it's not illegal. Nothing hu- inhumane or humane is necessarily legal or illegal. And w- what's the difference if I call you and I ask you for your ID number? You say yes, and I do whatever I'm going to do with that ID number for the purposes of registering you with a policy. I'm not talking to you and just doing that anyway. Look, we we just need more enforcement to it. Uh, where... well, but what's the legal issue with it? What is is there? There probably isn't. I don't no. think there is because if I'm going to insure you, younger, as my relative, I'm just simply going to give the insurer your ID details. And on the occasion of your passing or on whatever the milestone is for which I'll be insuring you for, if I can submit that necessary documentation, that money, hopefully I'm going to use it for the purpose for which I'd insured you for, but there's no guarantee. Yeah, o- Only one bank is now doing it. I'm aware of they've just introduced where they, they need to confirm with the, th- with the person being insured. I'm consulting with them. It's they're having difficulties around that. Here's hoping we have answered you, Louise. It might not necessarily be the answer that you were looking for in relation to is it legal or not. My guess from what Uyanga has said and from what I understand this thing to be, there's nothing at law that runs afoul of that. Of course, it probably doesn't meet any ethical muster anywhere, but the reality is that. Yanga, let's call it quits. Final comment from you. Thank you so much for joining us. Is there anything that you wish to say that you just wish particularly from a financial literacy, and I think this is an important point. Perhaps spend a minute just talking about the financial literacy that is required still in many African homes to be able to just weather the many storms that they are under. What I would like to, to really say, gone is the time where we say we lack financial education. We don't lack financial education. We lack implementation around our finances. Many of us are sitting with things unresolved, be it uh, taking that cover that you know you should get, be it concluding and signing that will, it's not happening, be it discussing openly our finances as a family, it's not happening until it's too late. Not even the uneducated, the most educated people. Oh, yes. We really need to take our finances seriously just like we take our health Important. Hmm, you'd think. 2040. <laughs> Thank you so much for your thoughts. No truer word could have been spoken.
financial literacy make those uncomfortable conversations comfortable, even if you have to make it a routine Monday night dinner table conversation? Where are we at in relation to just short-term insurance, long-term insurance, savings? Where are we spending our next holiday? When are we doing the bookings? What are the rates? What time is cheapest to book? These conversations you can never have enough of, but the more you have them, the easier it is for everybody else. And frankly, the more money you will have in the result because the intelligence you gain will just make it that much more accessible. For now, Mr. Duma, thank you for your time, 2045. Thank you, Sons.